Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, the audio version of our Facebook Live series, Art Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists like you that it is completely possible to make a great career out of this art thing. And if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop over to facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Bass Pro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com, that's advancedmember.com to learn more. This episode features California-based artist Casey Lynn Hancock. Casey tells us all about her leap of faith into the art world and how making that jump from part-time hobby artist to full-time was one of the scariest things she's ever done. And I think almost every artist can relate to that, right? We talk about pricing and how she started out basically underpricing herself to stay busy, just like me, but quickly found her footing and is now a thriving artist supporting herself in one of the most expensive areas of the country. She gives us tips on Instagram marketing and how she's using that platform to make a profit. You're going to want to take notes on this week's episode with Casey Lynn Hancock. Just kind of introduce introduce yourself a little bit and maybe tell about like how you got started in the art world and like what was maybe the tipping point that um, took you from hobby to professional artist. Sure. Um, so, uh, like you mentioned earlier, I was in the military and then then I started doing marketing afterwards. So I was a marketing. I worked my way up. Started off as a graphic designer, then worked up to marketing director for a company. And they had me traveling a lot, and uh, it was a great learning experience from the marketing side. But I was so bored. I was just like, I can't do this forever. Like I'm, I'm going to shoot myself. I can't do it. <laughs> so I, um, so I gave them, gave them my notice, and they used to send me to California a lot to uh, do business with some of our customers. Yeah. And then they just, and then they just, um, they sent me here one too many times is what I told them. And then I just didn't want to leave. So then I ended up moving to California just because my work had sent me here a few times and I just loved it so much. And so, yeah, so I gave them my notice and I said, it's now or never, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So just made the leap to doing it full time. Wow. That's amazing and courageous. (laughs) Thanks. It was the scariest thing I've ever done, 100%. Yeah, but but worth it, right? Um, how long ago was that, you said? Yeah. You don't mind, I might have missed it. Uh, it was a little, over, a little over two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, not, not too long ago, but I mean, I've always loved art, so it wasn't far off, you know, from what I felt like I was meant to do, but just 
I didn't think I could do it full time and make enough money to live, especially in California. Yeah, especially <laughs> so in California. It was scary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. though. That's amazing. Okay. Um, so what makes Thanks. what makes up your typical work day? Like how many hours do you spend painting? I always wonder this about other artists. Oh, I probably uh, I'm a, like, obsessed. So <laughs> I wake up super early. And then I just either start painting right away or answering emails. I'm usually behind on emails by like a couple weeks or something, but I try. Um, but I will paint once I'm once I'm set up and ready to go, I'll start painting probably first thing in the morning and I'll go for about 10 hours. Oh my gosh. And then probably like six days a week. Wow. Wow. Dedication. Yeah, it's a lot, but I love it though. It's well, it's even, there's nothing else I think I care about as much besides like my boyfriend, of course, don't let him hear me say that. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but like other than that, I mean, if in my spare time, I just want to, paint or draw and so it it just doesn't feel like work like that's what I want to be doing even if I'm not working yeah if that makes sense yeah no for sure yeah it's it's amazing mm -hmm. to have like a hobby your your hobby as your past or your passion as your as your job do you ever get tired of it then like at, at the end of the week and take a day off or uh I would say I get tired I get tired of certain projects mm -hmm. for sure like um I do a lot of commissioned work so yeah. With that comes a little bit more stress sometimes because you have these expectations and the painting's already half paid for. So you want to make sure that whatever you do, it's like the best possible thing you could do. And it just, it just adds that extra pressure. So sometimes there's projects though, where it's like, eh, I'm not excited about this one. It's not as fun as something I would, you know, like this Nipsey or something. It's nothing like that. It's, it can be a little bit more like boring or whatever, but that's the only time I'm kind of like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but then I just make myself do it anyway. Yes, dedication. Sooner I get it done, better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, so um, I I heard you mention you do um, they pay for it partly up front, and do you take a deposit like mm -hmm. like fifty percent or? I do. Yes, I always do. What I always tell everyone is that um, so whatever the price is, it's I expect like or before I'll get started, I have fifty percent, and then the rest and shipping are due once the painting's finished. Okay, yeah. So it takes a little bit of trust on both sides, you know. Like they trust me to give me half the money without having anything in return, and then I trust them because so I'll ship it, and then once I know the shipping cost, I'll send that to them, and then they'll pay it. So it's a little bit on both sides. Nice, good to know. Yeah, I I think that's pretty yeah, pretty yeah. standard. Um, I know that one of the members in here, Bonnie, she hopped on here. She was actually just asking me about this, like maybe an hour ago. So yeah, she, she, she wasn't sure if like artists took um, deposits. And I was like, yeah, I think everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you, well, you should just to protect yourself, because you never know, like, you just, you know, a lot of times, and this even happens every, every once in a while, this happens, but they'll say that they really want something, and you don't want to invest a ton of your time, like, doing a design or coming up with something and not have anything to show for it. Because in the beginning, I would do that. And then somebody would they're like, oh, yeah, I want it. I definitely want it. And I put time into designing it. And then they're like, oh, you know, something came up and like, we're in the middle of buying a house. <laughs> or that's the one I hear the most. It's like, oh, well, we're buying a house right now. So we'll get back to you. And I'm like, okay, like everyone's buying a house. <laughs> but it just comes up a lot. But um, yeah, so it's good to just for yourself and just your time yeah. to get it locked down. If they're serious about it, they'll pay it. And if they're not, and they won't. <laughs> yeah. 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 See ya. Yeah. I feel like if they're like, if they're buying a house, it's like, well, you need art to put in it. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, I feel like I give them the price and then they're like, oh, uh, well, ah. okay. Um, 
all of a sudden, like now we're going into closure, like on our house, we're about to buy it. So let us get that set up and then we'll reach back out to you and, you know, which is fine. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but I get it. You know, it's, it's it just definitely something for people with disposable income at the time, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, so how many hours do you usually spend on a painting? So like, for example, the one right behind you, I'm curious just in general. Oh, this one? Yeah. The, the Nipsey one, um, that one I actually spent, I want to say 35 to 40 hours. Okay. Yeah. Total. Cause I always keep, I always keep track of the number of hours just because, uh, then it helps me pricing my artwork. Like I can, you know, otherwise you're, I'm just, I won't stop and I'll just keep going until I, and you know, I'll just say, Oh, this little thing, this little thing. And next thing I know, it's been so many hours that it's not even profitable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I try to keep track. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So, um, can you talk to yeah. us about your painting process? Uh, I have our, our, our uh, questions all written out right here, but can you talk about your painting process? Like, are there any methods or techniques that you picked up throughout your years of experience? Um, I'd say I always try to, to set it up, set up the composition before I even start painting. So like I used to be, um, well, I still am, but I used to do Photoshop like as a graphic designer full time. So I'll use Photoshop to combine images and things to, so I can see what it's going to look like before I start. And that's really helpful too. And, uh, I'll try to just pick my color palette and I'll just paint, you know, stripes on a white piece of paper just to make sure that those colors go together. Because once you start, I mean, swapping that stuff last minute sometimes happens, but it's always better to just have it all ready and planned as much as you can before you start. That's probably the biggest thing I've learned. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Photoshop is a really good tool to, to learn. It's a, I mean, that's a, that's a hefty program, too. Good for you. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It can, it can get a little intense, but there are, you know, that's the, there are certain things you can do that are pretty, you know, basic level that just will get you um the things that you need like but yeah it does take it takes a lot of practice and time to learn the program but it is very helpful if if you're planning on doing art yeah for sure definitely it's worth it so is there anything that you don't like to paint without hmm that's a good question mm. Like my, mine, uh, I, I always say my headphones or like a podcast or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, I, what I always end up doing is, um, I have like an iPad and I'll stream shows while I'm painting. Like sometimes I'll listen to music, but I feel like, I don't know, it's just even more relaxing if I'm watching a show as opposed, I can't watch movies cause they're too distracting. Yeah. Like I'll, everything happens so quickly that I'm like, wait, what was that? Oh, I missed it after one, but I'll just watch a show. And then if you miss, 30 minutes or whatever, it still all makes sense because the series. So I'll just let it play in the background and I'll knock out a series in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing how like how our brains can do one thing, like our hands can do one thing and our brains can listen to a completely different thing. I think we have yeah. such, we have such a leg up as artists because I always listen to business books while I'm painting. I'm like, this is like double duty. But yeah. Oh yeah. I can't, I, I just, I can't paint in silence you think it'd be even more relaxing but I'm just like I need to have noise around all the time yeah like, regardless of what it is like I can't do anything without something else going on 
I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I I always get too much in my head and like thinking about random things, and I'm like, okay, I gotta distract myself. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Are there any art lessons you've learned the hard way? Any mistakes or? Ooh. Yeah. You know what? I think. Yeah, that everything's gonna be okay, and you can fix anything. Like I used to get really intimidated by, by a big canvas. That was really hard. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, when I first started, I'm like, this canvas was, you know, 150, $200 is huge. Like I'm so worried about messing up <laughs> that, you know, I'm going to ruin it. And then it's, and even when my friends came with me, I always tell them like, it's okay. Like you can fix anything. Like don't let that deter you and just relax. Like you can't mess it up. You really can't like you can paint let it dry paint over it do that but i was just always so nervous about it in the beginning that's one of those things i'm like just chill like you just take more risks and it's okay if you mess up you can fix it yeah so that, so true i was a little uptight yeah but i think i think we all start out like that too and i think there are some people in the group that are still at that phase and so it's just a nice reminder to be like just like have confidence like try it out but yeah okay that's amazing yeah because if you don't you just want to push yourself like if you get you know, I'm a perfectionist by nature. So it's hard for me sometimes to like, take bigger risks. I'm like, I oh, know, I know this works and that I might mess up the whole thing or whatever. So it's like, I have to push myself like you're an artist, you need to create like stop doing what you know, you're safe with you need to if you want to excel and have your own style, you need to just push it. So true. So true. Still working on that every day. Yeah, I think <laughs> we all are too. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have a favorite past project, like a favorite painting that you've done? I do. Um, the first airbrush painting I ever did, it's a, it's a four, four foot by six foot piece. I still have it actually. Like it's for sale, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm perfectly fine with it not selling because it's on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was, it was just like a sentimental piece. Cause it was the first one I did. And, uh, and I just love it. It's like very impactful when I look at it. I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's really powerful. So I like that one probably the most. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It sticks out to me. Airbrush. I've been, I have a little airbrush. I've been meaning to experiment with it. That just sounds so like so much fun. It's addicting. <laughs> it's so much fun. Is it? I bet it's a lot quicker too, to do maybe just shade. Do you, do you use airbrush and, and also paint like, and also like brush? Um, sometimes like it depends on the painting, but sometimes I'll do airbrush, like uh, airbrush portraits, and then I'll do a solid acrylic background. Or sometimes I'll just use the airbrush for shading, which is, once you start doing that, you'll never go back. <laughs> like, it's addicting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, little things like that. So not, sometimes it's the whole painting, and sometimes it's just little details. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but Bonnie has a question here. She asked... Um, do you sometimes use a projector on huge projects or canvas for proportions? I do. So I always recommend. I do. If it's, if it's like a, if it's a wall mural, especially like, because if you can't see the whole thing, like if you're working that close to it, it's easy to get it messed up. So if you're doing like a, something big in a wall, go for it. Yeah. Um, on my smaller stuff, I don't, I don't typically, cause it's just faster for me to, to just like, section it off and you know do segments and just use what do they call it I don't know what they the, call it anymore. the grid system the grid like the grid yeah <laughs> yeah and um and just do it that way so it just depends on the piece but for like wall stuff especially murals anything outdoor that's big I, it's the it's a no-brainer yeah definitely do it because it's easy to get awesome. your proportions wrong on something that scale cool yeah Bonnie says yes thank you <laughs> 
Yeah, no problem. Um, what are your future art plans or goals? What are your, like, do you have any upcoming projects or upcoming commissions that you're super excited about? Like, what are you working on right now? Um, I just, I just shipped out a commission today, actually. Um, that was some, is this, uh, one of my clients, his fiance, it was for her birthday this coming week. So I'm excited for her to get that one. I can't post any pictures of it yet because yeah. it's a surprise, but, yeah. um, and then, I have another a family portrait one that's coming up that should be should be good because he's letting me be creative with it and do my own thing like my you know teal background like black and white front um so that'll be fun other than that um I just I don't know it's I'm finishing up a Game of Thrones one in my spare time sometimes like, okay cool there's just there's always something yeah like, that's yeah. awesome yeah for sure <laughs> um let's see I think so. We're basically on the last question now. Um, is there any advice that you would give artists who want to make art their full-time career but just don't know where to start? We have a lot of people in here that are still at their full-time job, and they're like, they just need like a good. What's a good starting point? Um, I'd say so. When I first started, the hardest thing that I came across was pricing. Mm. That was the hardest thing because you know I, I always felt like even though I was doing it full-time at what point do you consider yourself a professional yeah and it not being a hobby like that's a hard thing to just make up your mind which one you know you which category you fall into and so I was always uncomfortable pricing my art because I just felt like you know is it worth this like I think it is but is anyone actually going to buy it whatever so I started off really low like I was doing well, pretty low. I was doing custom four foot by four foot paintings for like 800 bucks. And yeah. that's big ass painting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Lots of time. But, you know, so they were getting a deal out of it. And I, by the time I was done and I was spending so many more hours on it too. So I was still kind of just learning and I just wanted to have projects to stay busy. So yeah. I kind of learned over time though, that that's why I started keeping track of how many hours and things like that to make sure that I'm utilizing my time as best as I can that was a big thing so keeping track of stuff like that and then just marketing yourself so like on Instagram I only post about painting on my Instagram page mm -hmm. like I keep it really consistent so the people that follow me they know what they're getting there's no like you know I want if I want to post something else about like you know whatever I do on my spare time or whatever it just doesn't even fit in the page and no one cares honestly yeah it's like they're very focused on just what it is that they follow you for so staying consistent and just try to market yourself as much as you can you know things like this like i was just on good morning san diego uh like i saw that Heck yeah ago. that's amazing yeah yeah thank you well i've been in that on there a couple a couple months ago and they actually came to my gallery at my old studio in san diego and then um and they loved it so then they asked me this time to come into their studio so this is actually like the second time but it's free advertising it's like yeah. you can't beat it and it was such a great experience they let me bring the pieces I wanted to bring and it's just cool so anytime you get an opportunity to do things like that I'm still trying to do stuff and push myself outside of my comfort zone more and in the public because most of my stuff's just online yeah for sure yeah Awesome. Answer, no that's perfect like the longer the better <laughs> I could chat about art all night and they, they could listen about art all night oh me too my my poor boyfriend's like thinks I'm crazy oh. I'm like I I get so excited I'm like oh my god like what else can we talk about like yeah and I did this today and this and he's like oh great he's probably <laughs> just like oh yeah but, <laughs> yeah exactly you know. I feel like <laughs> so do you get most of your commissions off of Instagram or are they from previous customers or what do you think um, yeah, a lot of them are on Instagram and referrals. Um, 
are huge. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, just every time when somebody sends me, or at least some, most of the time when someone sends me um, a text message or something, when they receive the painting or whatever, I'll screenshot and put it in my story and things like that. So they can see the feedback. Um, but yeah, Instagram is huge. The only thing about Instagram that I've noticed as of lately is that it's getting more about um, art, like artists follow you, which is great. But when it becomes all artists, you need to make sure that you're targeting customers as well. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get, like, I'd say probably, I'd say at least two thirds of my followers are probably other artists. Yeah. And so it's just good to also make sure that, you, you know, you're talking to artists and you're reaching artists, but that you're also targeting people that will buy your art as well. So it's just good to have balance. Yeah. 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 Facebook, I'm not like, I don't really market much on Facebook mm -hmm. um, just because my Instagram did well. And I just, you know, it's kind of one or the other. It's, it's hard to keep up with all the different social media platforms. So I just kind of dedicated myself to one and just dove in, tried to stick with it. Yeah. That's, that's really good advice. And also just back on your like posting what people know you for too. Like that's just, that's such a good, yeah. good advice. Just, just a good reminder too. Um, and I, yeah, I, I really like how you're just focusing on Instagram mostly. I feel like you're, you found what's working. You're not like going into YouTube. You're not going into this and that. You're just focusing on what's Yeah, working. I try, you know, I, I tried to do the YouTube thing and, and like I still, I, the only thing I really use YouTube for at this point is um, to upload the videos that I'm going to embed on my website um, to host them. But honestly, I would like to get more into YouTube because it is such a good platform, but I just, I don't know. It's, uh, it would be, it's from start starting from scratch. So it's kind of like, I need to dedicate the time to put the videos together and, you know, and change up the format that I use. Cause I just do time-lapse videos and just yeah. like knock them out and I'm already filming it cause I'm doing the painting. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but to do separate videos going through step-by-step step, in my opinion, I'm like, who wants to watch me paint in real, like real time. That just seems like like who wants to do that? But sometimes I'll get questions, like people asking me like, oh, do you ever do like long videos in real time? I'm like, nobody, nobody wants to see that. That would, that's so boring. I don't know. <laughs> it is. At least what I think. It, it, it kind of is too, because when you think about that, like it takes 30 hours to do one painting, you like spend forever on this little thing. Yeah. It's not entertaining. A, a time lapse is way more entertaining, but I guess you never know. Yeah. Like I can, I can pick, like I can pick a certain segment and go over how I'm doing it. Maybe that's what I'll do or something, but to make it shorter. It's just, you have to think to do it. And yeah. sometimes I'm just like, I need to get this done and <laughs> I don't have time to do this, but you also got to think about what you're going to use to market. And it's ugh, yeah. just a balancing act of trying to figure out what you're going to, which pieces to use to market while actually getting work done. Otherwise I'll spend the whole day like taking pictures and, you know, yeah. for a post and then, yeah, ugh. I totally get it. Balance. Yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like all, all the all the artist followers on Instagram too. Yeah, I, that's actually part of the reason why I started this. Because like I got, like, like you, you get so many like, hey, what kind of paint do you use? Hey, what, what kind of this? What kind of that? And I'm like, I just need to like, let's set up a group and let's just, you all go in the group and we can all like hang out in there and that we all like share stuff with each other. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it's really cool that you're doing this. It's, and I completely support it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And it, it is, a, it's great for artists to share with other artists. Yeah. And like, we're all part of the same community. And most artists are starving. So, you know, if you have some tips and tricks to help other artists that you know, be successful at it, of course, I think you should definitely share. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Totally agree. Okay. Um, I think that's a 
about it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but thank you so much for coming on here. I know you've inspired at least yeah, no a problem. handful of people in this group that are either watching now or watch, we'll, we'll catch the replay. I'll send you the podcast um, episode. Uh, it'll be uploaded exactly one, awesome. one week from today and you can share it if you'd like. And yeah, thank you so much again for coming on. It's so nice to virtually meet you. Yeah, no problem. It was so nice to meet you too. And uh, good luck with, with everything in the podcast. And I'm sure I'll talk to you yeah, soon. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Bass Pro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com, that's advancedmember.com to learn more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'll see you next week.